Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the Passive Buddies podcast. Today, I have got my friend and great mentor, who I'm super proud to actually dive into the passive journey she has begun and undertaken. Now, before I introduce her, like this woman's schedule is incredible. Now, when you want to talk about earning a ton of money and really having a lifestyle of freedom, even though she has an agency plus other things, this woman knows how to manage her schedule and have a hell of a lot of free time. Welcome to the show, Kelly Gordon. What do you do when the dream of an online business makes you work harder than a day job would? The answer, you build passive income. On the Passive Buddies podcast, we cover the myths behind passive income and how to build true financial and time freedom. Welcome to the Passive Buddies podcast. Wow, thanks so much, Brian. I am so pumped to be here. I know we've known each other for, what, like over a year now? And I always have fun talking to you, so happy to be here. No, thank you so much. Actually, when we were chatting about, obviously, guests and stuff, I was like, yes. I was like, for someone who, like, does so well in their agency, and then when I actually look at your schedule, I was like, yeah, I'm going for a massage. Yeah, I'm doing this. Yeah, yeah. I'm just a chill. It's like, I'm always out for lunch. I was like, oh. I was like, when you talk about, freedom lifestyle you 100% have it um was it always like that oh goodness no (laughs) no that is not how it went down for many years I can tell you that there were there were many years of being tied to the computer for 10 12 14 hours a day for sure okay and what in terms of like because like your your story is like you, you you started off in debt didn't you you went from debt to like, whereabouts are you at now? As far as the journey in the agency? Yeah. I actually started, well, I went to school for web design and development. So I actually started there back in 2008 um, and quickly moved to marketing. And th- I mean, guys, this was before Facebook ads. This was before all of that. I am dating myself. You are welcome. Um, <laughs> and making sure that, you know, I, I, I tried to stay ahead as I, as I could to make sure that the clients that we had, because we have a really high retention rate in the agency, right? It's over 90%. Um, that, you know, we are constantly making sure that the thing that we sell them is the thing that they actually need to solve the problem of where they are right now. Um, one thing that I, I teach agency owners is you have to solve the problem. You have to do it consistently. And that has to happen through communication, right? Clear, transparent communication. Once you do that, then you can send them up a ladder with the next thing that the people in those groups, whether it's spas, whether it, you know, or local businesses, or, you know, we're in PPL for and work with Fortune 100, 500 companies, right? As long as you have the thing that they need, you're always going to be fine. I think that's right. Especially in, in this online game, it's like, well, what problem are you solving? And how do you justify that paycheck? Um, and I think that is a, a huge thing, especially from the agency side, actually, with having an agency myself. Um, it's it's tough, isn't it? Like, people see agency work as very, very active work rather than passive. Mm-hmm. How did you switch that pendulum? Obviously, it started off as active, like most passive income streams do. And then how did you get it towards the passive side? Yeah, I think it's important to talk about vocabulary here that you know, there's a people, people throw passive income around a lot, right? Mm-hmm. The thing is, is nothing that makes a lot of money is uh, that, that's going to be very 
I don't know the word, um, turn off for a lot of people, right? You have to understand that to do the thing that you need to do, you have to figure out how much involvement that you want in that moment, in that business, and do only the things that you're really great at for the longest time, and then you can transition yourself out. Everything needs help, right? If running a business was the easiest thing that, that you could do, you could go hire a manager off the street and just walk away. That doesn't happen. That's how you run businesses into the ground. Okay. It's really important for everybody who's listening to this to realize that if you have a successful business, you got it there, right? It's your job at this point to say, okay, how many pieces of this puzzle make up the thing that makes this successful? Now, I think this is where a lot of people kind of miss out. And we're not talking just about agencies, guys. We're talking about any sort of business. Okay. You're the one who got it off the ground. Right. If everybody could be you, they'd have the business that you have, but they don't. Okay. Meaning the people that you hire. So you have to be really, really honest with yourself about what is it that's making this business successful. Okay. And then make sure that those are the pieces that remain in place. There are going to be people that can do it the same as, quote, you can do it. Right. You have to make sure that you have enough cash behind you to hire the kind of talent that it would take to do that. That is a big issue. People think that they're going to hit, you know, 10 or 15 K a month, and then they're going to outsource it all and walk away. You're not going to have a business in three or four months. I'll, I'll bet money on it. Okay. It has to be a much bigger machine than that, because you have to be able to pay the talent enough to stay and do the thing. That, that makes sense. Obviously, I like what you've done. Obviously, straight away, you've gone, listen, like, the, and you, you are right, like the way passive income is marketed is like, oh, oh yeah, it's like set and forget. When mm-hmm. actually, when you look at passive income, it, it's actually a scale rather than just like a one-way definition. So for instance, like actually, the opposite of passive is actually active. And then some parts of your day, some parts of your income will stay in the active side. Like, But it's the touch points that we want to sort of like, remove and reduce isn't it so like if you have to obviously in order to work your agency have a meeting one hour in the morning and obviously that sets your team up for the rest of the day then that is still a very passive income stream because exactly. right? it's all it's all about like how you can level or reduce the touch points that are required so some passive income streams need like daily activity some people need like four hours of a day then it'll move to weekly or it'll work to like monthly stuff like that um, but as you say, like with your agency, it's it's still very passive, but it's got active parts. So parts of it still sit on that scale. Oh, so it sits on that scale, but your hourly rate compared to what profit you get, it will obviously be a hell of a lot better than a nine to five. Oh, for sure. There's no comparison, right? So, you know, and I recently made the decision to say, okay, you know, um, Brian has seen my schedule, right? He, he knows, he talked about that. He knows I've got some time. So I'm, you know, I had a interesting opportunity to come across my desk and it wasn't something that the team was really set to do because it was outside of what they did. I had the, I could make the choice to say, I want to work on that. That's interesting. I have no idea what this will do. Right. Turns out to be very, very profitable for everybody involved, but I was able to do that. And to me, that's important to me. That's freedom. Yes. I'm working, but I enjoy what I do. Right. And I like the people that came to me about it and were like, hmm, what can this be, right? That's, I think that people miss that too. It, yeah, if you want to go sit on a beach, you know, for the rest of your life, that's, that's your choice. I have no positive or negative feelings about it. I, if you want to, I hope that you do. 
right? That's just not who I am. So freedom also means freedom to work on the things that I want to, or be curious about what something could become. I like that. I absolutely love that because of like the way your agency is set up. And as I say, obviously, <laughs> I know your schedule. So it's a case of like, because like, you've got that time freedom, you can delve into whatever you want to. Like freedom for different people, obviously for everybody is different. And that's, if people want to go on the beach, that's absolutely awesome. If people want to work on projects that they're passionate about, then, then so be it. It's their choice. But it's the fact that they've got their business and their like their income in a position where they can do that. If you stay stuck as a slave to your business or like to a nine to five, you never have those opportunities, which is I think something that you're you're sitting in a very luxurious place in that respect. Mm-hmm. I love that, you know, and it's not just all work. I mean, I love to sit and have lunch with my friends every day. <laughs> and I do. <laughs> like, um, and, and that is also what makes my life happy for me you know um I've gone live on um, other podcasts and talked about what's happened to to me over the last couple of years and you know you guys can can probably google that and go find it but the the point is life is really very short and we have to make sure that yes there's a lot of work I've put a lot of work into the things that I have built but what I do is I teach people to, for it not to take that long. It shouldn't have taken as long as it did for me to, to, to reach the success, right? I'm just going to be honest about that. But when I started this journey, the world was not the world that it is now. We didn't have access to, to online people to, to help us. It was, it was not a field yet, the coaching and consulting thing, right? Um, and being able to say, you know, there are people that you can literally go out and find to teach you in a very short period of time how to be successful in whatever it is that you want to do, whether that is, you know, a personal hobby or a, you know, professional endeavor, it doesn't matter. But we live in a world now that we get to do that. Don't take it for granted. Oh, most definitely, especially like the opportunities that actually are now involved and the different ways you can make money just online. It's crazy, isn't it? Like it's just gone a whole new level even from like when i started like five years ago like the the game the space everything just looks so different already and there's just more and more like opportunities like people selling nfts 12 year olds being millionaires because they've sold an nft it's like it's the opposite there's no excuse i don't think anymore and it sounds probably a little bit selfish or a little bit arrogant but there's no excuse why you shouldn't be able to make money online and create a lifestyle you want Oh, I, I agree with that. That people, anybody who's listening to this, if you are not making the money that you want to make right now, it is one thousand percent your fault. Now, <laughs> take that, right? You, you don't even have to have money to invest in a program, right? Do you know the information that's on YouTube? the The world that we live in is insane, right? Go find the information and start the journey. The, the reason that you're not where you are is one, maybe you don't really want to. So be really honest with yourself. If you don't want to, that's cool. Don't do it, right? But also don't talk about not achieving it. Pick one, do it or don't do it, right? If you are in a position that you're scared to take the next step, then that's the thing that you've got to work through, right? That's a personal thing. That's a, uh, It's going to affect every aspect of your life, but it isn't because you have lack of accessibility. And so it, it's going to force you or it should to really drill down and say, why, why am I not where I want to be? Did I not define where I want to be? 
right? That's probably the issue. You have to define where it is and then work the steps to get there. And no, it isn't easy. I'm not going, Brian's not going to lie to you either, right? Like that's, that's not what's happening here. <clears throat> We've put in a lot of work, but it is possible for those of you who want to do it. I, I couldn't agree more. It's a, it's a shame. Like the opportunities now are just absolutely crazy. And you have to, you do have to be honest, like some people aren't cut out for this and you need to know that's okay. Like mm-hmm. some people aren't interested in it, that's that's okay. But this, oh, sure. yeah, I have no problem with that. But don't say mm-hmm. that you want to be farther, and this is really interesting and cool, but you can't do it. Like pick one. If you don't want to, cool. It's it's not for everybody. I don't blame you. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> there is a tangible. This is an interesting thing. I I came from, I mean, I grew up on a farm. I competed horses my whole life. Um, I moved into doing restaurant work, catering work, bar work, that kind of thing. Um, All of those things are very tangible, right? So like somebody orders a drink, I physically make a drink and I hand it to them, right? Like this, this is a very real thing. I have this really weird thing. It still bothers me sometimes that Everything that we do, yeah, the the impact that we have on humans, like I am talking to you, Brian, you are a human, right? We've never met in person. We talk all of the time, right? Um, It lacks a little bit of a tangibility, right? When we build funnels, when we build ads, when we build, you know, all these things, they do exist because of course they do and they make people money, but they don't really exist. Like it could just go away and never come back. Somebody could hit a delete button and it never existed. You can't delete the glass and the drink that I just handed you. Right. Mm. So for me, like that tangibility is really difficult. And I actually think some people who are hesitant about online spaces and I'm even talking like, you know, every company almost on the face of the planet at this point is is hiring remotely. Right. Even that it can be scary because of the lack of tangibility. So I spend a lot of time really thinking about things, why things you know bother me or don't bother me personally or professionally. And so I, I encourage and challenge everybody listening to this. Like if you are feeling a hesitation, figure out why you could address it better and, and maybe move forward. If, even if not in that direction, a different one, once you can understand what the problem is. Mm. And I think obviously like, especially people stepping into this online world, um, as you say, like that, that tangible result, like when people, people are trained in a system on where it's like, and it's been trained for hundreds of years. It's basically, you trade your time for money. You put 50 hours in, you get X amount back. And that happens on a weekly basis. And that keeps you sort of like reliant on that sort of scenario. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you move into the online, it's like, sometimes it could be, I put an hour in, I get 500 back. I put two hours in, I get nothing back. It's like, right. hey, um, and people are, can't get the head around like successes is that paid up front and mm-hmm. you have to put some form of work in even like people who are like oh no like for instance crypto set and forget no it's not because you end mm-hmm. up doing your research beforehand you decide on the coins you buy you watch the charts you purchase your coins and then depending on how desperate you are you end up sitting watching the charts every single day micromanaging the chart so mm-hmm. that's not very passive is it like yeah. everything is a success day or a debt paid up front. And people like, it's against what we've been taught for so long. It, mm-hmm. A lot of people do struggle with it. Oh, most definitely. I think, you know, I hope that this can help somebody who's been on the fence about it. The, the tangibility, the reliability, the stability, those are all really big things. And, and some people aren't cut out for it or don't want it. And both scenarios are perfectly fine, right? Um, 
you know, even, even people who, you know, I know I've got colleagues that have nine to fives, right? They don't, they don't mind it. They are fulfilled by that, but they are not financially reaching where they want to go. So they do have an online business, right? Or two, and they, you know, diversify. And that's really, I think, you know, what passive income is really actually more about if we're digging into it is, is more about stability, freedom, and the ability to not have all of your eggs in one basket. 100%. And I think obviously over the last couple of years, if, if COVID has shown us anything, it's that job that you relied on for so long that said was the safest thing in the world. Actually, isn't Right. Now, and this is one thing that drives me like it doesn't drive me well, it drove me insane and a lot of people ask me because like don't get me wrong when I was in corporate like my day job paid really well like probably I went to uni for about three months people who completed their degree I know I I am more like I was really comfortable financially in corporate and people come to me like why are you trying to start something else like you, you earn good money I was like yes but I don't have freedom Mm-hmm. And that was the biggest, the biggest thing. Obviously, all these opportunities gives you, it gives you the opportunity to have freedom, which is, we're not, deep down, obviously, 98% of our, our DNA is still caveman. Like, caveman wasn't stuck in a factory. Like, a caveman wasn't stuck in a nine to five in a structure like that. We were designed to to be free. And obviously, industrial revolutions and all that crap has obviously changed, changed mm-hmm. how we operate. But our DNA still wants to be free. So it's that craving to be free. I agree. Um, I can't remember the last time in my life I had to tell somebody when I was, I'm not very good at it. Even if, even I was hired for positions, of course, I, I'm terrible at that. I, uh, I was actually homeschooled um, when I was younger and I never actually had to show up anywhere. I, you know, all of the time, everybody had to go to school. You know, you're here, you're there at eight, right? And there until you know depending two three you know three thirty that kind of thing I've never done that so I don't know if that led to my inability to do it or if I was just born this way and I would have been that way anyway Um, but the idea that I have to be at the same place at the same time to do the same thing every single day is more than I can it even freaks me out to imagine it (laughs) do you know what like it obviously like your your upbringing was like like a little bit different obviously in terms of the homeschool like the freedom etc but as you say like that it used to drive me insane in corporate it'd be like you have to you need to do this or you have to do this I don't have to do anything I don't need to do anything the amount of heads I used to butt because yeah. it was like no you want me to do this and that is perfectly okay but don't tell me I need to do it because I don't uh, yeah I used to like my nickname at one point was the diva because it'd be like oh you need to do that no don't you, I need this so yeah and obviously you know me obviously on a bit more of a personal level so you can imagine how that came across (laughs) yeah I bet I bet they're like this is fantastic yeah (laughs) so what I'm going to like sort of like dive like divert to is obviously your agency is obviously one great income for you and obviously you've turned it very when it comes to the scale like the passive and active scale it is very much in the passive side, obviously just with a couple of active activities. Like, What other passive income streams have you developed because of this opportunity? Right. So, you know, the agency, it was the first and only for a long time, right? Um, what I think people also miss is that you can derive other income streams from that one thing. 
right? So yes, the agency is one of the major pillars of, of what we do. We have a performance department, we have a retainer department, right? But because of our success and the fact that I've been doing it forever um, and in the context, I get to bring in consulting on top of that, right? Um, and you know, people will reach out and say, hey, we've got this really complicated um, situation with, you know, either it's a client, whether it's another agency owner or, you know, the business owner themselves, but it's outside of what we do in the agency, right? then I can then consult with them and then help them solve their problems. So that's a whole nother income stream that does not go through the agency, but is derived from it, right? So guys, the, the deriving from it is very important. Okay, we'll get back to that. But I also invest in local business, right? Where I can use my skills to do that and say, okay, you know, with marketing, with tech, with um, systems and things like that, that's a piece that we can bring into it. That is derived from the thing that I know how to do. The reason I keep going back to that is, is a lot of people think that they have to, or, or that it's only legitimate if they come up with this brand new stream. Not really, right? It's important to, and for me to streamline, I don't want to have to learn something completely new so what is it that I know how to do and how many different ways can I can I shape that? Again, it doesn't come through the agency because I do teach in, in, in our program that, you know, the, the important piece is that your agency is defined. I help these people do this thing in this way, right? But my ability to have other income streams is derived from my ability to do that, right? I also invest in real estate. So for, for me, that has been a really big, piece of my life and that I always, always wanted. I came from like no money. So like they took the house, they took the car, all that kind of stuff. Right. Um, when I was younger, but I always was so mesmerized by being in real estate. Right. So now I have, um, income producing properties and uh, goals that I want to meet. We're getting into, uh, what are called motivated seller leads. Right. Because we wholesale in our real estate business and at partners and in that sense, I can use what we know from the agency to generate leads digitally, which a lot of people in that industry don't know how to do, which means we can do it better, right? So again, we have derived a thing that we know how to do from the, the core, which was the agency. Does that kind of make sense? Do you know what? It, make, it makes perfect sense. And it's um, it's something similar to, to what Saber on the hair guest on her interview come up with. In terms of like she uses her core business model, which obviously for her is brand and coaching, and for you is obviously your agency. And you there's so many multiple like there's multiple income streams inside that income stream that you can then leverage and branch out. And it, as you say, it means you you can focus all your energy at being the best at that you can be in that area and still make multiple streams of income off this off the one income stream. Exactly. And that's where I, I do think people miss that, right? So, you know, if you, <clears throat> you know, got out of school and went and got a corporate job, right? You have some stability. Good, good job on that, right? Figure out what it is that you are best at and derive something from it. You don't have to set out and say, you know, I don't know, that you were <clears throat> a counselor and you want to start a digital agency. If you do, more power to you, right? You can do it. But you don't have to. There are ways to take your education and, and what you have learned in corporate world and then derive from it, whether or not you quit your job. Yeah, no, that makes makes perfect sense. And obviously it's a case of taking the skills you've got, which, do you know what? If you think you've got no skills, sit back 
have a couple of hours to yourself and list down what you're good at because there will be something that you can turn into an income stream. I guarantee it. Guaranteed. Okay, so real estate. How did you get into real estate? I just have always loved it. And one, this was, I don't know, four, four years, three or four years ago, um, where there's a, you know, um, real estate investors association here. And I was targeted with an ad to join their um, program or whatever, their, you know, group. And so I did. I think it was like, 200 bucks for the year to be a part of it. And you could pay to like be a, be a part of classes. There were monthly meetings and you could go and network and, and all of that. And within six months of joining that, I had bought my first rental property, which I still own today. Nice. nice. It's action, okay. guys. It's not yeah. lack of knowledge, it's action. So I absolutely love that because a lot of people get stuck in analysis paralysis. Just don't yeah. they just consume content, consume information. And then you look, you go back and talk to them in six months. Oh, so what did you do with that course? Nothing, but I know a lot. But, mm. yeah, but what did you do with it? It's like, oh, come on. Yeah. Like, imperfect action beats perfect inaction every single day. And that is what people need to just be doing. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. And that's a, that's a big part of, um, of course, you know, I teach digital agency owners, but I also have one-on-one consultant clients that are outside of that, you know, from spas to investor relations companies, you know, all sorts of stuff because the, the fundamentals are the same. And that's what we focus on is I'm not just going to sit you and, and put you in front of a bunch of videos. That's what YouTube is for. So what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the actions that you're going to take this week, <laughs> right? hundred, hundred percent. So obviously, I... I sort of know this a little bit in terms of like, obviously, what makes you so successful because I've been around you for so long. Um, but what do you think is your biggest contribution or contributors to success? I would say my ability to actually listen and solve someone's problem. Anything else? I think that's honestly where it's rooted. If everybody could really just not try to force somebody into the solution that they think that it is or think that they know what the problem is because they know the industry, but they don't know the company. The the idea, guys, is that money follows value. Okay, The more value that you produce, the more money that you make, period. End of story. Regardless, online, offline, industry, niche, doesn't matter. Value follows money. So if you're not making it, you're not providing enough value. Now that doesn't mean that you aren't good at what you do. That doesn't mean, you know, anything like that. It means that you're not quite where you need to be. Maybe you're still learning, right? And that's cool. That's perfectly fine. That's a good place to be. But it's important to realize that the value is where it is. So if you are able to, you know, identify these people, make sure that you are selling them the thing that solves the problem, Right, and then you can do that repeatedly. That's when it starts happening. I was the one thing I wanted to sort of highlight, which um, you definitely you covered really nicely. But I think in terms of detail, I think the biggest contributor to your success when you sum it up in a sentence: you save, you don't sell. Right. And um, when you come from a position and a place of saving somebody rather than just trying to get them in to buy whatever you're selling, whatever widget, gadget you're selling. Like When you sit there and listen and you come from a place of, I'm just here to help you, 
that is when your income increases. That is when your value increases because whether you do or don't sell them on your product, you send them to where they need help with and they will. And that comes back tenfold every single time. Every single time. So guys, there's a good example of this that came up in the agency. Um, so we were paper, well, we have a performance department. Part of that is a paper lead department and we're in several different industries. We have a large um, client in one of them and in, in the kind of insurance space. And they've been a client, I want to say, for maybe nine months to a year, right? We're producing about 250 leads a week for them. Um, and they have had some restructuring and things like that. And, you know, if you know anything about insurance, there's, you know, the insurance like provider, and then there's the front facing entity, <clears throat> right? Where we, of course, and most everybody deals with the front facing entity, but these front facing entities actually get their financial compensation from the insurance companies themselves. So the, so the back ones, right? Well, they get compensated a certain model for selling certain things. And having a level of transparency and trust when you work with somebody, they can come to you and say, you know what, your leads are great. We've got a contact rate of 40 to 50%. We've got a conversion rate of, you know, 15 to 19, depending on the day um, of conversion off of raw, right? And then from there, they go, okay, this, um, we're going to show you, you know, these internal numbers. Well, based on what they're compensated with from the company that they get it from, the numbers don't make sense. Right. Whereas if I go to another company and say, the, you know, we're getting these conversion rates and these contact rates, they buy them all day long. Right. But this company said, this is my problem is that we're not getting compensated enough from the insurance company to make sure that this makes sense for what our CPA is. Okay. Now, what a lot of lead generators would do is probably end up getting fired because they think there's nothing they can do about that. Right. But guys, remember, value follows money. Right. So I said, hmm, let me be creative about this. So I've called a couple other companies that we work with and said, how would you like some aged leads, right? We're going to sell you aged leads at a reduced rate. You're going to monetize them. And then we're going to negotiate a percentage back to the company that sold them to you, right? Within two weeks, this was completely done. And everyone is really happy and within KPI, key performance indicator, right? Now we've got two clients that are going to stay forever, which is reduce our churn, which as far as Brian concerned is passive income right? They're going to stay. We have a system that, that does it. I don't have to do anything. I was called in to solve one problem, to add value. Now I don't have to touch it again. This kind of creative solution can happen in any industry, in any situation, and in any niche. So what I want you guys to, to really remember is that value follows money, right? Like you've got to make sure that you are solving problems, and problems that you can solve or solve better off everybody's going to be. Especially, obviously, with the background of shit, I know the, the industry. I absolutely love that. Kelly, that was a strike of gold. Well played. Right? But, guys, it's creative. So instead of going, oh, my God, I'm going to lose this client who pays us lots of money, you know, every month, let me actually sit here because of the freedom that I have, right? I could take an afternoon and really think about it. But I was, it's important everyone to, you know, we don't have that structure in the agency or any other business, right? It's not like, that. that's not what we do. We don't resell age leads <laughs> to other companies, <laughs> but it solves everyone's problem. So the creativity, right? It's 2022. We have to be creative. 
and and figure out how to solve people's problem. This creativity is also what does really, really well in, in real estate. Guys, we do a lot of motivated seller leads, right? People are in bad situations. How do we help them get into better situations, right? By solving everyone's problem. So if there's a skill, you know, maybe kind of going back to Brian's question, he said, what, what makes you successful? Maybe it's that, Brian, is the ability to be <laughs> I love it. I just, especially, it's just class. You've literally, as usual, Kelly, you've you've stumped me. <laughs> I just don't know what to say. Um, so no, I'm super impressed with that. But as you say, like you tweaked it to where you got in, you solved the problem, active, got out, making passive income. Right, and I don't have to touch it again until somebody has a problem. <laughs> yeah. So that could actually, like, when you look at the scale, that could be like a, a monthly, like touching base or it could be quarterly if, as long as everyone's happy people will leave you alone which mm-hmm. means people will just keep paying your invoice which means people will just you just keep making money right. absolute golden now we're coming to the the end of the interview Kelly um, and so just sum up a little bit in terms of like obviously what you do how you help people and where could people find you definitely so the best place to find me is probably on Facebook. Just um, search for me, Kelly Gordon. We probably put some links, but I'm sure I can get Brian to do that. And um, you can find me on my site, thekellygordon.com. has got um, a lot of what is happening in my life and all of the different things that we've got our hands in. Um, but reach out to me on Facebook. I'm happy to chat with you, you know, about what's going on. I help digital agency owners. Of course, I have the agency uh, myself as far as, you know, being in paper lead and things like that. That's a big thing of what we're doing in financial and insurance markets. So, if you guys need leads, um, let me know. If you guys have questions about that, also let me know. Um, you know, really for, for that, my what, I, what I'm getting into now, which will kind of be posted on these places, so definitely check them out, is, you know, embodying this creativity, communication, connection, emotional intelligence, which is what solved that problem, right? Um, and, and being able to, to teach it in a way that you can understand and then take it and, and use that in your businesses and in your life fantastic thank you so much guys so as, as you're listening to this podcast the links for the kellygordon.com will be in the show notes her links her personal profile will be in the show notes so 100% go and have a conversation with it because it definitely enhances your knowledge and enhances your ability to do things just by being around successful people like Kelly. Um, so if you've got any questions, 100%, if you're interested in real estate, interested in digital marketing agency, interested in passive income, it's all there. Kelly knows her stuff, guys. Believe you me. Kelly, it's been an absolute pleasure as usual. Um, thank you so much for jumping on. I greatly appreciate it. Have you got anything final to go with? Guys, just take action. That's where it lives. There, I work for... A, a lady in, in New York a long, long time ago was her executive assistant, and she was a horrible woman. There's a long story about that. She was a horrible woman, but I did learn a lot from her. And one of them was the issue is being indecisive. There actually isn't a, a right and wrong when it comes to taking a step in business. It's the fact that we don't make one and we stay in one place for too long. Okay. She made lots and lots of money. And I really took that to heart. And over the years of, of kind of growing since then, she is very right. All right. So guys, it's action. There is no right and wrong. Just take the step. You're smart enough to be able to know what that best step is. Trust yourself and do it. Take action. 
Awesome. Thank you so much, Kelly. And guys, thank you so much for tuning in and listening to this episode. I will see you on the next one. I hope you absolutely loved it and took so much value from it that you could go and make a difference in your life, in your finances, in your family's life. If you want to know more and if you want to connect with us on a more personal level, ask some questions, learn step-by-step how to make passive income online and the marketing strategies behind it, then there is a link to our free group below. Definitely click that link, join the free Facebook group and let's connect and let's help you get to your next steps. See you on the next episode, guys.